You're listening to Response Team Omnicron. Early Summer, Part 1. Summer's Frost. The rebuilding in Evergreen has continued since we last left off in Evergreen. About a month has passed since we finished up the downtime of late spring, and as we get into our next arc, Early Summer, it is met with an unsettling quiet as the militia report that there has been no movement in or around or even close to Evergreen and Evergreen's surrounding Greytowns. The raiders that have been plaguing this place since late spring have seemed to almost uh, gone quiet. There is no sign of them or anything like that. With that in mind, we pick up with response team Omnicron as they are going about their various tasks and daily routines. Are Olivia and Winston still bunking together? I would assume so, unless you... Okay. I mean, that's, that's a question for Olivia, actually, more so than me. I'm, I mean, it was a question of things have been repaired. I assume she would move out. If not, yeah. then I assume they still are. Yeah. I, I, we're probably still bunking together, because I doubt they've rebuilt the entire half of that building. Yeah, legit. I'm making sure, because that is important um, for how every day we start our day. Because uh, I assume Winston has been getting up earlier, based upon the fact that I don't think Winston's a light sleeper anymore, or, or a heavy sleeper anymore. So, there is that. Are you going on runs with me? Uh, probably actually. Um, so yeah, no, they're probably they're probably they probably become running buddies to a degree. Uh, mainly also because that lets him say hi to everybody in the town in the morning, and he's 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 really spent his time ingratiating himself people that's down. And he makes sure Olivia knows everybody's name too, even though she probably already does. But it's like still like say hi to this person, say hi to that person, pick up some uh, pick up some pastries from the block as we run by type situation. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's midday, Skip is probably either at the block or in The Sims. So it's like the two places that he kind of frequents. I was just asking for, like, attitude and setting, because, you know, it's a big difference if I'm not running every morning and being wholesome. Um, so, that, that there's that. So, still bumping together. Um, how have the citizens been adjusting since then? Are they, like... Still in that cell shock area, or are they like moving back into a level of normalcy, or how are they? They're coming down. Yeah, they're they're moving into a level of uh, adjusted normalcy from what was before that uh, that rate of evergreen. Um, less that shell shock, flight or fight response, but definitely still, you know, they've joined you in not being a heavy sleeper anymore. And that, yeah, that's where they're at in terms of the okay. populace. Uh, Follow-up question following that. Um, yeah. Has the training that Travis and Skip have been putting through some of the volunteers been a continuous thing, or was that like a one-time thing? From my understanding of what we talked about in the downtime action, you all trained the militia who are currently still training volunteers. Oh, so we like we trained the people to train people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the that was the understanding, if I remember correctly, from what Travis was looking for as an end goal, was have the militia train people who wanted to volunteer, um, and so that is still continuing as as people you know are are continuing to and train. And I think for that. Skip would occasionally also check up on them and see how that's going, um, especially if there's not a whole lot going on. Gotcha. Skip doesn't like that there's not a lot going on, but at the same time does, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes him a bit anxious. <laughs> so, he's going to make sure that they're on top of stuff, training-wise. Gotcha. Third question? Um, The go-to is going to be midday. We are probably, at least I know I am in character, I'm probably uh, checking on either rebuilding efforts and kind of helping out there to a degree. 
or just being social and civil and seeing what type of social life that we can bring back into the community so that we can get to some level of normalcy. Whether it's like setting up uh, like a mixer or dances or something at the, at, at, at the bottom of the well, or it's people doing other stuff, or it's doing bakery-related things uh, at the block, which I will, well, elbow skip into helping so that, that you know, you know, we can, you know, have Skip be socializing and helping and getting in touch with normal people because that's important for our uh, our good friend. And yeah, I know that's what Winston's really up to, just socializing, getting people set up, getting some level of normalcy and some attempt at uh, doing those types of things. Gotcha. Uh, Travis will probably be also... Um hanging out in the uh, recruit training area, maybe leading or doing PT with everybody, um, letting the trainers do their thing. But if they have a question, so they want me to deal with somebody who's just not getting into line or something like that, I'd be like, I'd be there. Gotcha. Cool. Olivia, I think has made it almost a daily, um, a daily tradition to go through and just to walk through the hangar, check the max, check our supplies, make sure everything's ready to go in case we get attacked again. Uh, Cause it was, it was a little rough the last time. Um, and we didn't get out into the city as quickly as we could have. Um, so definitely, just going through with her data pad, checking all those off, double checking, make sure we have extras of what we need and everything's in place and ready to go. You probably see her flinch a few times at loud noises at this point, especially after uh, getting thrown from her bed uh, during the siege. Uh, so there are a couple lingering uh, responses from that. Uh, but yeah, she's, thrown herself into this regiment of organization like she normally does. Um, she is doing better about taking time in the morning or in the evening to read a little bit of time to herself, but she's still very much finding herself in this organizational methods, administrative paperwork, all of that, just to keep her, keep her going, keep her from, uh, keep her anxiety from getting out of hand. Gotcha. As you all are going about your midday activities of organization, checking in on the volunteers as well as inter- interacting with the community as a whole, you you all get hailed over an open comm channel from an unknown source. They the comm protocols for for those of you who dive into it definitely look several centuries old. Several centuries like comparable in date to our, our lovely, uh, we think is probably an HP or younger than that. Um, one might say they seem from almost the same time frame of that several centuries old. Um, whether or not it doesn't seem it doesn't match up exactly one it just it's from that era from the same era but not exactly the same century so sure okay yeah fair enough that's very troubling do any of you wish to answer what does the message say 
it is an open hail. So it is a, it is a, it is a communications from a unknown source. So it is, it is like a, it's like a phone call. Phone call. Sweet. Would we know if that would compromise any technology we use to respond? Uh, At this point you would, you would know that if you were to answer it um, in theory, whatever you answered it with might technically be compromised. If you wanted to, you could essentially box it off from other communications outside of that to keep it from going any further with, with relative ease at this point. Um, I think with the shared knowledge, I'm basically going to fair, I'm going to hard line in the source and Faraday cage the rest of it and the, uh, the tech equivalents of that. Do you want me to roll for that or am I good? Gotcha. I think you're good. I think you guys have, you guys have done enough tech work to be able to make that a, a routine option. Are we all around each other for this? I would say you're all, you're spread out throughout the uh, throughout Evergreen, um, based on my understanding of where you guys are at this point. Then Olivia comes up over comms. Anybody else getting a call? An open hail? Yeah, I've got it. I was gonna if if people want to reroute, I'm gonna set it up so it doesn't get anywhere else, and we can basically respond to it. Uh, I'll set it up to basically voice to text, for lack of any better term. Unless anybody has a better idea. I'm not about getting spammed with a call every 45 minutes until we answer in a bad way. That's a good idea. The rest of us should reject it then. So you answer it. I also make Flashpoint aware if in case he needs to isolate more things for me. Okay. Um, I basically have him run back up for me on it. Flashpoint will send a, a quick notification um, uh, acknowledging it, but won't. Won't do anything. Uh, we'll just give a quick ping saying that uh, they're prepared. So you you answer the hail. A uh, voice pipes through. The voice that you hear introduces themselves. This is Val Ordo on an Open Channel. Uh, I am the leader of the Hive Home Rangers. Am I speaking with someone of the Evergreen Colony? You are speaking with a member of the response team assigned to the Evergreen Colony. How can I help you? This is an open channel. Not exactly the safest way to uh, direct communicate. I'd recommend switching to a secure channel, and I'll get rattle off of secure channel and frequency and have Flashpoint set it up. Gotcha. Uh, after Munch goes, I will... Uh, yeah. After a brief moment that is just slightly longer than you maybe expected to be for somebody who's swapping over to a secure frequency, um, and it comes in a little spotty as a result. Um, Thal kind of goes, "There, I think I got it. I am calling to let you know that I'm of the High Home Rangers, like I mentioned uh, before." But I wanted to let you know I'm reaching out on my own terms to let you know that I regret the attacks on the colony that my people have done. When they say this, by the way, I'm going to start backtracking where the channel comes from using hack if you would like me to. Uh, Absolutely. Please make me a hack or fix roll. Sure. 
Well, that is a natural 20, so 27. Marvelous. Uh, if you continue to to have this conversation, you certainly may. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to... I'm going to use my celebrity to keep talking and make sure to keep this conversation going for as long as possible. Understood. I was going to say, once I start the hack and have... And, and she, they were, this person reveals that they're from this group, I'm going to have... Uh, Flashpoint use our secure channel to send it over text to everybody so they can monitor the conversation along with me. Gotcha. Um, and that way they can also text message back to me via the situation so that I can keep the conversation going while I'm also, I can verbally keep the conversation going and they can send text responses to me. That way we're not eating up the airwaves causing problems with the whole group to communicate incredibly well. I am on my way to Winston's location while we're getting these texts. Gotcha. Marvelous. I'd say you all can if you wish. As she she continues to talk as you guys are making these uh, motions via text and begin walking. Um, we lost many good soldiers to to this conflict, and it was a waste of resources that could have been used to uh, against the greater enemy. The greater enemy. Yes. Um. Please elaborate. I'd love to hear who the greater enemy is. A heavy warning. Um, this is my reason for calling. Is it one of those like really weird, like threatening warnings, or warning like, "Oh, you know something we know, and it would be really helpful if we all knew it, and henceforth we should all possibly kind of get along"? More like the secondary. Yes, uh, it would be. Yeah, would... There are, there are, there is another enemy, and we are. We're pulling back from Evergreen, and we do not wish to fight you anymore. There is uh, those your machines. They are more likely to be your enemy now. Machines. The you mean the uh, uh, like which type of machines? Like, there's lots of machines out here. Like, we're talking frames. Are we talking? the uh some sort of hacker what are we talking about here so subaltern subalterns yeah, yeah yes i'm familiar with them those you believe them to become our enemy i do there is a, a bigger th- threat one that the rangers are not have not been able to stop since you are working with a large number of these subalterns and other machines uh we we thought you were working with this force that we uh the machine for the capital m um the machine the machine yes okay do do we do we want to maybe designate the machine something that's not the machine because that's going to get real repetitive real quickly and not help either one of us out. It certainly is, but this is what all of my people call it, so I do not have a better name at the moment. How about Beggar One? We're familiar with the designation of a, a machine that uses that particular designation. We've never heard of such a designation, but we are more than willing to leverage it. Um, so let's go with that. So Beggar One you're saying is probably our mutual enemy at this point yes we uh we've once we figured out that you were not working with this beggar one or machine whatever we want to call it we then realized as you are not the enemy that is 
over here. Uh, yeah, no. So you've encountered this beggar one before, you say, you and your people? We have and still are encountering them. Well, that seems no fun. May I ask what you have encountered of them? Mostly these smaller subalterns, as well as some bigger mech-sized uh, vehicles. None have any human or or the first people. Um, the Egregorians, none of them are present in these machines. Egregorians? Yes. Unfamiliar with that term. It is the people, part of the first people, um, that we share our cities with. Interesting. Apparently, I do not know these particular first people. Anything you can tell me about them? They were here before, realistically, we were. But they've come to... Understanding? Yes, an understanding. Um, millennia ago. And now we live together at the, in the uh, in, in Hive home, specifically, but there are a few others as part of the Her uh, Hersinian United Cities. Okay. Interesting. Wish we'd known about that sooner. Probably would have made everybody's lives much easier. Well, we thought you were fighting with this beggar one, and not against it. What? Makes sense. Seems to be a bit of a misunderstanding. Well, a lot of difficult decisions were made on how to deal with your colony. Are you the one in charge of making those decisions, or is your particular society ruled by some sort of council, or how does all that work out for you guys? I am a leader of the Rangers, but Typhoon itself has other people above me that made the decisions, such as the one to raid your city um, a few weeks ago. Like I said, it was a waste of resources and good soldiers, in my opinion. Um, that could have been used on this greater enemy, this bigger one or machine. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, it, it's very interesting overall, because your people seem very devoted, but also the equipment you're using is not that new, for lack of a better term? Well, we've been... I mean, we've been using the same, essentially, technology that we've been using for millennia since we've been trying to avoid Union's attention. Why are you trying to avoid Union's attention? Wouldn't you? I mean, I guess, but not really. Given what they've done? I mean, apparently you know more about what they've done than I do. So if you would like to enlighten me, I'd be happy to listen. From what I know that has been passed down, the uh, Union, or the, what is it, Second Committee of Union? Mm -hmm. They did a lot of horrible things to the people here, both the Egregorians as well as us, mm -hmm. and abandoned us yeah. here. Fair enough. That probably very much checks out. I'm going to let you know Second Committee's long gone. That is... A 
Good silver landing, I suppose. Yeah, second committee's been gone for uh, about four or five hundred years now. I can give you an exact date if you would like. I I didn't at all ever grow up under second committee, so I've not I've no uh, super affirmative understanding of how they worked. If that makes sense. Yes, I think so. They were the term that people like to use is before my time. Ah, so probably I share that sentiment in the what we have learned about the union was from our ancestors. So that's fair. Sounds like it did not go well for your ancestors to a degree, which is completely understandable why there'd be leftover issues. I'm not going to argue uh, animosity or anything of that nature. That seems like uh, that seems like us having a yelling match over something that's completely not worth it for either one of us. So, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Second committee is long gone, about 500 years ago. Um, so well, you're dealing with what will be called third com now. They tend to be very uh, hands offish. Best real way to put it. Then you are not union itself. We are not representatives of union. Correct. We are representatives of uh, of corporations inside of union space, which you know you would like to get in touch with. Uh, you'd like me to get in touch with individuals who can deal with legal situations that it's not a bad way to go but no we're not union sponsored troops we don't fly the union flag not our, not our deal understood then uh, maybe we will talk at some point but we are currently pulling back to our cities to prepare for this bigger one I'm, I'm gonna check the hack on the communication to see where I'm what where locations I've been on, been on the line with this person for a hot minute now to see if I've backtracked where they are actually uh... I think it's also at this point that you'll hear a spaceship fly overhead as it um, begins to touch down in the landing bowl that you all helped the engineers clear back in early spring I will very politely uh, ask text Travis and Skip if they can get eyes on that ship the origination of the signal, it is still, you know, it's using protocols that are centuries old, um, but it appears to be uh, coming from, it appears to be coming from the west, about a little over 200 kilometers um, from Evergreen itself. Is there anything that I could try to get, like any more info I could get from looking if I were to make like a spot roll or something for like, Maybe like a like a name on the ship or like a call sign. Like, I will make you roll for it. Uh, if you look outside to keep get some eyes on the ship, um, you will see that the ship is a nice like light gray. Um, a what looks to be this subline Corvette um, that lands in the landing bowl. Uh, name on it. As you kind of look at, uh, step outside and look up to see that ship as it flies south towards the landing bowl, um, you will see on the light gray exterior 
uh, written in black writing is the names U, uh, the name U.S. Supernova, and it seems to uh, finish its you know atmospheric descent and lands in that landing pole uh, south of the colony. Um, and I think it's about that point that uh, Thal kind of goes, well, we have to get moving again, so I wish you best of luck. We are not your enemies anymore. And if you are in need of contacting us, use this frequency. Open frequencies are really the... Uh going to help out uh, Beggar 1 more than to help anybody else. Understood. Should we need to contact you again, we'll utilize this frequency and do our best to uh, not use open comms, though. Anyhow, best of luck. Best of luck to you as well. Comm channels will close afterwards. Um, immediately after that closes, you all will get a trans, uh, priority transmission from patients. Um, on a priority channel, patients, um, calls and goes, response to Omnicron, I would love to have you all, uh, in my, uh, my office, please. We have a, a pressing concern, um, that seems to be uh, now uh, causing more issues. As you all make your way, you guys will see numerous subalterns and work drones from the colony itself. They seem to almost be drifting slowly away from their handlers heading east. Um, as you guys pass through the streets to make your way to the to patients' office. I would like to mention that at some point, like as we were leaving, I mentioned the the all the information about the ship, about it being a, a Union ship at Corvette. You said Corvette class, right? Subline Corvette, yes. A subline Corvette, and it was designated the U.S. Supernova, and all that. Um, because I was asked to do that, I want to make sure that that kind of goes through so that people know. Can I check and see if there's a manifest or anything like that? Um, for for the sub for the uh, supernova for the supernova yeah yes uh, you can absolutely pull one up on your data pad as you're moving through the streets um, uh, the the uh, manifest is it has what seems to be your usual um, accompaniment of a CRT team um, so you know your members their mechs uh, an HP also attached to them um, as well as a few other members of Landmark Colonial staff, including what looks to be one other Lancer pilot um, that seems to be uh, what looks to be like they are going to be assigned to maybe response team Omnicron. Um, the file doesn't give them a CRT attachment that they are currently attached to. So I'll tilt my data pad towards Winston. Looks like the, uh, the real CRT team got here. Yeah. About damn time. Uh, as we're walking, are the uh, drifting uh, subalterns like within 
range of uh, stuff still, or are they like out of range of any sort of communication? You have some that are within communication range, but you definitely see some off in the distance kind of cresting over one of the kind of hills um, on that eastern side before disappearing into some of the forest that uh, encompasses that area. Is this an oddly familiar looking situation? It is very reminiscent of what you saw back in early spring. Sweet. Uh, all the ones that are within transmission range, I'm just going to virus, so they shut down. I'm going to look to Olivia and tell her I'm doing that, but I'm like, I, they are much easier to replace than letting them wander off to beggar one. You, uh, you can certainly do that. Make me a hacker fix roll, please. 16, 23. 23. Marvelous. Um, you are able to shut down ones that are within comms range. Um, they turn off some fall out of the sky uh, a little bit and then crash into the kind of uh dirt and uh some of the streets have kind of begun to be paved um so that uh they will crash into those and the subalterns will just kind of stop where they're moving and seem to shut down as you all enter uh patients will greet you kind of going oh good um the room itself uh is displaying satellite survey data of Arsenia. Um, green and white light kind of fills the room. Um, and it's almost like you are standing on top of like a platform looking far down at the world, like that Google Earth effect, for lack of a better term, but with, uh, with Arsenia. Um, there is a signal that haunts me. Patience kind of opens. A broadcast relayed to me from across the ocean. Um, they peer at a these grainy satellite images um, that that project, project slivers of this world far beyond Evergreen's actual boundaries. Um, I. I'm blind to its specific location, but I think it is somehow connected to the machines that you found uh, the the issues with the machines that you had the uh, the shows. It has grown in intensity since they were first reported uh, at my eastern boundary. Patience kind of steps back from the image, um, and then as they're kind of almost looking like they're thinking the walls snap to a new image um and it is more of these subalterns um it, it almost seems like over the course of your conversation with thal that they started doing this um a uh, i cannot understand it this the signal it seems to be on the repeat a loop of super compressed data um kind of begin snapping their fingers almost in like rhythm i was worried over the signal for months wondering if there was some error in my own cognition but when it persisted after the uh, cycling that you all put me through And these are also, this also is hitting a lot of the gray towns as well, in a more serious manner than just the ones we saw earlier. 
Um, at this point, Edna enters the council chambers, um, has a folder in hand, a, a full-on paper folder. Um, and goes, oh, good afternoon, response team. Um, your proper CRT is also en route to be briefed, but I thought I'd give you all the first crack at it. And then she sets down a folder full of a stack of papers. Um, and patients will kind of motion to her and go, how bad is it? Um, and then we'll kind of reply with a up for is orienting around an ingress. There is minimal engagement advisement, prioritized defensive evergreen. The it's kind of being sorting through some of the papers. Um, we have to rely on runners for the interference that seems to be hitting for this. Patience then kind of turns back to you all. Um, at this point, we have evergreens, all of most any of the ones that you weren't able to shut down. Um, Winston, as well as most of the gray towns, subalterns have begun egressing east. And yet, I guess the understanding is that they seem to be attached to this signal. Can the colony operate without them? In a limited capacity, yes. Uh, we are concerned about the Omninet transmission. But yes, in theory, we can we can work with limited capacity. Um, uh, is Kara here as well? Yes, uh, Kara has also arrived, and uh, shortly after you guys, um, and has, has been listening as well. Um, well. I'll say this out loud, but mostly to Kara. Uh, with the other CRT coming in, what is our role now in Evergreen? Is this something we should be handling, or...? It's likely we'll be handling uh, whatever they don't handle. I wouldn't expect us to really take it easy from here on out. Uh, while we are now the, the secondary CR team, the less experienced, and, you know, we're no longer the uh, first choice, I would say. Um, Definitely, we'll have plenty of work to do. It sounds like um, they're currently checking their max. Uh, my guess is that they're going to be heading immediately out to uh, a, one of the towers to check up on it. Since it might be the uh, start starting point for this broadcast east of here. We're gonna meet with them and maybe and hand over files, or is that already just been transferred? I think if they need anything, they'll let us know, and we can transfer it over. Um, a lot of the core or routine stuff has already been handled since they arrived um, via patients and Flashpoint, working with their uh, NHP. Um, we should have an arrival here in a little while, um, really any minute, whenever they wish to, well, whenever they work their way through Evergreen and the all the subalterns heading east. Um, of our uh, 
replacement since Roxy uh, bit it. Bit it, yes. Um, we still have no word on C the CO status, whether or not we are uh, getting a new CO or if we are going to be just promoting some of us. So only when Landmark decides to make up their fucking minds on that, we'll have that as well. When we landed, did you know anything about the United Hercynian cities? First time I'm hearing those words, but they sound interesting given the Hercynian piece. Yeah. Yeah, we should. There's some stuff. Patients will kind of also look at you and go, United Hercynian cities? Have you heard of them? No, first time, but the name Hercynian, like I said, does pique my interest. Hmm. Um, is it fair to say that after um, me and um, Balthazar's kind of <clears throat> adventures out there to the great towns with the Shows and all of them that I have like their contact information and stuff like that. Certainly. I would say that you, you've established that, that information contact if you wish to, to leverage it. Yeah. Um, I like to just send like a burst ping, just check on them, see if they're okay, make sure they don't need anything, you know, uh, make sure their go bags are ready just to be sure and hunker down and give us a call immediately if, if they need help. You would know that uh, they are definitely uh, also experiencing the same things. They'll, they'll ping you back. Um, okay. And, but they say that they're, you know, they're, they're doing well so far. This new replacement, should we go out and find them? Do they have directions here? I think it's at that point that Liss, your character, enters into he, the room. Okay. Um, the person you see enter this room, the first things you would notice are a mean walk a grizzled sort of atmosphere that instantly tells you before the scars um, peeking out of places on a hard suit that she has seen combat um, and she's seen the, the messy shit. Um, her hair is not quite regulation, but the scowl and the set of her brow tells you she probably doesn't care um, or she's done well enough to, to get some leniency in that area. She has um, these really tight, um, dark brown coils that are pulled back into a ponytail at the base of her head in a shock of electric blue um, falling from the bangs just over eyes of similar piercing color. Um, crawling up one side of her face is a scar that sort of branches out like a tree resembling a lightning bolt and it is pretty gnarly. Um, the ends of it just reaching under her eyes and probably the corner of her mouth. Um, she just, she has a very imposing presence um, but will remain quiet and just take, not just a quick glance, but take each of you in um, and wait for further instruction. Uh, when you get to Winston, like, he will basically smile and wave, like, when you take that time to bring him in, like, someone who is used to being examined and clearly has a face he puts on when people are taking him in. You get a slow up-and-down look and a nod, um, and then she proceeds. Um, 
Okay, we'll look to you and look to the rest of the Omnicron uh, and go. So on Steam Omnicron, this is this is Marina. Call sign Frost. Cool. Nice to meet you. Likewise. Pleasure. Hey, it's a person. That's always good. People just nod because he's he doesn't do well with introductions. <laughs> I will elbow Winston at his comment. What? You'll just. Uh... You'll just look at Olivia like what? Like just give this like what? It's it's a person. It's way just I don't know why I'm getting elbowed. Nice to meet you. Welcome to this lovely group where uh I'd say we're happy to have you, but like I don't actually know how we're feeling yet. It's been a long couple weeks. I can imagine. Y'all have to be happy to have me, I get it. We just, uh, we're happy to all be alive. Just here to do the job. You and Travis will get along great. Your eyes probably find Travis then. Just, like, a little too uncanny. <laughs> You're not really sure if, um, if I know who you are yet, but, like, that, that gaze. <laughs> he just kind of, like, rolls his eyes and just kind of shifts his shoulders about. That's me. Hi. Hi. And he's he's doing like the same kind of like, not judgmental, almost. A, and he's not posturing; it's just more of like, how do I handle this situation? What am I looking at? Kind of deal. So it's it's uh, tactical, if anything. Mm. That kind of look. Looking back and forth between the two of them this moment. Right. So if you need anything, let me know. I should be able to requisition it for you. Appreciate it. Marina, you do know that your mech uh, did, in fact, get, probably get put in the hangar with the rest of Response Team Omnicrons. Um, okay. Are we informed that she printed and had it brought down? <laughs> I'm just asking. Uh, does Marina share that? <laughs> Very important for me right now in this <laughs> no. moment. Did you do or did not share that? Nope. I do not. I was, I, this, this was explained to me and I'm going to go with the bit. I'm sticking with the bit. Nope. Uh-huh. Excellent. Because I would like to stare daggers through care. You've been listening to Response Team Omnicron. Our guest for early summer has been Dauntless. Our cast for the season has been Anna Wotan, First Strike, J.R. Zambrano, Paul Marchant, and Unity Marine. Additional guests include Adam Powell and Jesse Pillow. This podcast is story told, produced, and edited by Fenicini, with associate production and additional editing by Anna Woten. Our combat narrative writing is done by J.R. Zambrano and First Strike. Links to everyone that I have mentioned will be in the description. Once again, thank you very much for listening to Response Team Omnicron, and keep your eyes peeled on the Omnet for the next episode. Thank you. <laughs>